Hello everybody and thank you for joining me on another episode of Is This Too Much? I hope everybody had a really great week. I wanted to start off this episode by talking a little bit about my week. So Monday started off, Georgia wins the national championship for the second year in a row. I'm going to be honest with you, I was exhausted that day. (laughs) I tried to watch the game and honestly... It was good, um, but until, you know, I wanted to go to sleep instead. So, (laughs) I came in my room at halftime, and I decided I'm going to go to sleep. And I did exactly that. However, before I went to sleep, I was so exhausted that when I was taking my medicine, I accidentally took my Prozac, which I only take in the mornings. Yeah, I accidentally took it that night. So, Tuesday came. I could not take my Prozac the next morning. So I was going through a weird, weird bit of, like, withdrawals, (laughs) which sucked. I felt like a walking zombie. Wednesday comes around. I didn't do much. Went and had dinner with Colby's family, and that was really nice. And that was pretty much it. I did go to the gym Monday. I forgot to say that. Monday was arm day. We did really good. It was arms, cardio, and abs, what we do. Then Thursday came. Tuesday and Thursday... I was supposed to go to yoga. I did not go Tuesday because it was at 5.30. I didn't get off work until 5. So I didn't want to go have to Zoom to another place in 30 minutes. So I decided not to go. Then Thursday, we had like tornado weather. So I was not driving in that. Thank the Lord that my town didn't get like the bad end of things. But a couple of towns around us did so if you pray please pray for them if you don't please just keep them in your thoughts this is definitely a hard thing to deal with and it's not fun for anybody then friday came yesterday i'm and i went to work and then we went to the gym after it was leg day so we did some cardio i did about eight minutes on a 12 incline with three speed and because we're trying to work our way up to the 12 3 30 i can do it because i i can do it now i've done it enough to where i can i'm okay with the incline but we still do tiny increments so when we are doing the 12 3 30 we only do we pretty much do 12 3 10 but the last two minutes we run so we did eight minutes on 12 incline with three speed and then the last two minutes we ran And I finally did it. The day before, I had ran, but I only ran for like a minute and a half. But I finally ran the full two minutes. And I think that screwed me over. (laughs) Completely. So I continued on with leg day. After that run, like, Colby was down. He was down for the count. It was very bad. And he did not feel good. It was scaring the crap out of me because I don't know what to do if somebody passes out or anything like that. But he was just not doing great. So he let me finish out like my leg workouts and everything like that. And so I did. Then when we left, I was like, oh my gosh, my shins really hurt. (sighs) When we got back, (laughs) I was really worried that I had shin splints. And so I started doing a lot of research. And I don't think I have shin splints. I think I just overworked myself. But they still are in a little bit of pain now saturday 
I woke up early, woke up at 7 a.m. without an alarm. I don't know why I woke up that early. And then after I woke up, I got ready and then I went to go pick up Colby and we went to the gym at 9 o'clock. Then after I got on with the gym, ran Colby back home and then I ran off to yoga. I did hot yoga. It's called Hot 75. So all it is is I was doing hot yoga for 75 minutes. It was awesome. It definitely helped stretch my shins and everything out and I felt a lot better after. Then I went and picked Colby back up. We came back just to hang out at my house for a little bit. Then I had to get ready because I was having girls night tonight so we were going to eat at a restaurant me and my two friends and so I had to get ready for that. We were going to eat there at 6 30. So I got ready, went and ate and then when we got done eating I was on my way home. On my way home my shin started hurting again so now I'm sitting in bed and not the best but we're getting through it I wanted to lighten this episode up a little bit the previous episodes that we've had have not been very light in a sense (laughs) they have been kind of heavy episodes so I kind of wanted to lighten this up And I wanted to talk about a funny story that happened to me in 2019. Now, all the people who are in this, I am giving them different names. They will not have a name that is actually associated to them in real life. Um, And it is all very real and true events. So, let's talk about the time that I threw a party behind my parents' back and got busted by the cops. (laughs) This is a story that I will tell for the rest of my life, and it is probably the craziest and most embarrassing story in my life, so why not share it with you? So, November of 2019, my parents were going to California to go visit some friends, and I talked my grandmother in to taking my little brother up to my aunt's. After everybody left, I had the house to myself, and it was finally time to actually throw the party. Now, I had planned this party out pretty well. I had sent it to a bunch of people, but I thought I could trust everybody. Clearly, I could not, but (laughs) yeah. So, the night that I had the party, somebody else was also having another party. Just keep that in mind. So, I was already kind of like, oh, a lot of people probably won't come because that person's having a party too. Then, uh, a lot of people showed up. There was probably about like 20 people in my house and I don't have a big house. So we were all chilling, you know, we were doing stuff that you do at parties and we were hanging out in my kitchen. I remember it vividly. Now, I was already about um, maybe seven shots deep at this time. It was a very fun party, but... (laughs) it took a turn so at this point in time I'm standing in the kitchen and all I hear is somebody run into my kitchen and say 12 12 is here now (laughs) I don't mean the number 12 if you know you know 12 is slang for cops so there was a cop here everybody leaves 
<laughs> I remember just pleading and being like, please, somebody stay with me. And I had nobody. So everybody left. They all ran off somewhere. There was people running around saying, I can't go back to jail. There was people running out my back door into the woods, hiding. Like, it was absolutely insane. So I went to the door and I said, hi, officer. And he said, hello. Um, I've got a call about some uh, underage problems here. I'm not going to say exactly what it was. And he said, I've got a, I, I got a call about some underage problems. And I said, oh, okay. Uh-huh. And then he said, can I come in and look around? And I just let him in my house. I just let him in my house because I, I was already very intoxicated. And at this moment, I was just thinking that I was about to go to jail. And I was about to ruin everything for me. <laughs> and so the cop comes in and he's like, oh, this is a lot of alcohol. I'm like, yeah, it is. I mean, there's a beer pong table set up. There was bottles everywhere. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, as he is looking around, um, he just tells me, he's like, okay, I'm going to need you to call your parents. And I just start bawling my eyes out. So, in this moment, I try to call my aunt because I'm like, okay, I can still keep this a secret. I can call my aunt and have her pretend to be my mom. So I go out on my back porch and I'm like, I call my aunt. I'm, she answers and I was like, I need you to, I need you to pretend to be mama. And <laughs> and she's like, what? What? What are you talking about? What's wrong? And then the cop walks out, and I'm like, oh shit. He's going to see Aunt Annie on my phone <laughs> as the contact name. Like, that's not going to work. So I just hang up, and I decide that it's just time to pull the trigger and call my mom. Now, <laughs> when my mom and dad are in California, this is not the type of news that they want. They were wine tasting whenever I called them. And, oh my gosh. I just remember bawling and being like, Mama, there's a cop here. And she was like, what? There's a what? And then he took the phone from me. And he just started talking to her and was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she seems upset. Meanwhile, I'm on my back porch, like, fetaled up in the fetal position, bawling my eyes out. Because the only thing I can think of is that I am about to go to prison. I am about to go to jail. Number one, I would not do good in jail. Number two, at this time, I wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> they don't hire people who go to jail as teachers. And it was just terrible. <laughs> I remember just being so, so, so upset. Now, he tells me to kind of get up and he walks me to my door. And he tries to hand me my phone back and I'm like, I don't want to talk to her. Her being my mother. 
<laughs> I didn't want to face the fact that she was about to cuss me out. When I got the phone back, I was just like, I'm so sorry. And she was kind of going off on me. And I was still seven shots deep. Now, the tears had came out earlier. They were still coming out. And I'm going to be honest with you. The alcohol must have came out with some of them. But the alcohol was still there. So, I was still intoxicated. And I was like, Mom, I cannot talk to you right now. I was like, I... I think I'm losing it and then I hung up now I should not have done that that was very rude of me and I would never do it again but I I was literally having a panic attack so my dad's family friend comes over and checks on us and sticks around to make sure that nothing else is happening or going down party wise and then all of my friends kind of come out of the woods and they come back in the house and we just start talking about everything. We just start talking about how the cops just came to my party. We start talking about everything and, and sharing all of our experiences. So this is the part where I'm going to share some of their experiences. Now I had two friends at the time. Their names are Brian and Isaac. Okay. So Brian and Isaac were sitting on my front porch. Now, I had a lot of alcohol in my fridge, but for some reason, they dug through my freezer and they found ice cream. After that, they found the spoons. So, they took it upon themselves to go sit outside and eat ice cream, and that's when Isaac discovers, I think there's a cop sitting in her driveway. So he goes in and they take off they go all the way into the woods and brian loses some of his money stuff like that and it's just absolutely insane there was also a kid named daniel okay daniel was just going insane i think i don't know what was going on daniel misplaced his story like five different times <laughs> Originally, when everybody came back, Daniel was nowhere to be found. We were 100% positive that he had gotten lost in my woods. And it was, it was scary. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, the people who Daniel came with left him. <laughs> they left. They drove away. So, Daniel had nobody. He had to stay at my house. Which was awkward. I wasn't really close with Daniel anyways. So whenever he was in my house, he started talking about some moments from when he was running away. This story, like I said, it changes like three different times. So one version we hear is he went to my neighbor's house. No, no, no. He ran through the woods, okay? Then he came upon some barbed wire, which ripped his pants or something. So then he ended up crawling over it or something like that and then found a neighbor's house and was knocking on their door and stuff and they told him to go away then there's another story where he finds like a shed and just sits in it there's so many stories that came from daniel i don't even remember which one was the real one nor do i care to know because there is no telling what he did in those woods so let's talk about my good friends Amber and Bambi, they still are some of my closest friends. 
and probably this is probably from part of the reason so when everybody left and ran whenever they heard the cops were there amber and bambi were just sitting at my kitchen table staring at each other (laughs) number one i think it's because amber wasn't sure what 12 was and just kind of sat there and wondered why everybody was running whenever the cop came in the house amber and bambi just looked at him and kind of like waved at him said hey what's up the cop was like have y'all been drinking amber and bambi were they said no and the cop said okay leave so they got up they left but bambi came back because his friends were in the woods didn't know where but they were in the woods somewhere so props to amber and bambi because they were the only ones who didn't run whenever somebody said that the cops were there so that was awesome of them because i was literally losing it people lost their glasses running from the cops people lost money running from the cops somebody lost their phone it was an entire mess i i don't even know really what happened that night it was absolutely insane something that i don't recommend any for anybody to do and i do not recommend for anybody to do any of the things that i'm saying I am just telling you my personal experience because looking back at it now, it's kind of funny, but it was very stupid of me. I could have put a lot of people's lives into in danger by throwing this stupid party. And yeah, I was just a kid, but I needed to be smarter about it. Probably the funniest thing that happened though. Let's see. Oh, do I talk about it? Should I talk about it? This is kind of... This one's kind of bad. Okay. So, my parents already know. To the rest of my family listening to this, don't hate me, okay? I was a kid. (laughs) You can't judge me off of my past, okay? Judge me off of my present, who I am now. I'm growing. Anyways, so... There was a guy that I was kind of, like, kind of interested in. Like, we had been flirting, blah, blah, blah. So, I was like, I'm going to sleep. Do you want to sleep in my bed? So, homeboy says yes. (laughs) And so, we just, like, sleep in the bed together. Like, that's literally... And (laughs) when I wake up the next morning... He kind of wakes, like, I'm up, but his friend comes in and is like, hey, bro, like, we have to leave. So, he gets up, and he gives me a kiss on the forehead, okay? And once he leaves, I mean, I'm the type of girl, I'm about to take over the whole bed. So, I roll over, you know, expecting to stretch out, and then there's something wet on my bed. I immediately am like what the hell is wet so I'm like checking myself I'm like tell me I didn't like pee myself or anything like that and then it hits me and I'm like wow this dude just pissed my bed and then left (laughs) 
It was a perfect round spot right by the crotch area. (laughs) And I firmly believe that that is karma. I had to go to Walmart and get so many little supplies to put on my bed to try to take the piss smell off of it. I couldn't sleep on my bed for almost a week, I think. It was awful. (laughs) Absolutely awful. And I remember, so, Bambi and Isaac and, um, Brian, like, they all stayed the night at my house because we were all close friends. And I remember asking them and saying, can y'all please just come see if this is pee? And they were like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And I said, y'all, I think this dude pissed my bed now nothing against people (laughs) who pee in people's beds or people who pee in beds or whatever like you know do you but when it comes to my bed at least tell me I am not going to be upset if you pee in my bed and then say oh crap I peed in your bed do you have some stuff for me to clean it up then I would understand. I would, <laughs> I would be a hundred percent like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. It would just be funny. I was legitimately pissed. I texted the dude and was like, um, hey, um, I think you peed in my bed. And he said, no, I didn't. I just sweat a lot. No. That was the absolute worst lie because you only sweat in your crotch area and it smells a lot like piss. Your sweat does. Is that it? Whenever I heard that, I could have screamed. I was so mad. I was just, just admit it. Just admit that you pissed in my bed. And further further along in the future... He did admit that he pissed in my bed. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, this is not me. (laughs) This is not me post. I'm, I'm not recording this episode to make fun of anybody or to try to call anybody out. That's why I'm changing names and everything. The only reason I am recording this episode is because... I am a firm believer that everything that happened to me was literally karma. (laughs) It was the fastest karma of my life. I threw a party that got busted by cops. Go to sleep. Wake up. There's piss in my bed. I understand now that I should have never thrown the party. And I'm going to be honest with you. I never have since then. I will have maybe five friends over and that's it. I think the most I had was like seven or eight for Friendsgiving and that was it I didn't have anybody else because I don't do that like after that one time I'm terrified too that party was insane I got yelled at so much by my parents as I should I I should have known better but I mean it happened I can't take it back, so I might as well put it out there for the rest of the world to hear about. (laughs) 
<laughs> because it's out there. If you haven't heard about it, now you do. Um, but the reason I brought up that somebody else was throwing a party is because I was a firm believer that the person who was throwing a party, I, I really did think that they were the one who called the cops on my party because I invited them to my party. And so I thought, oh, well, maybe they called the cops because they didn't want people at my party. They wanted more people at theirs, which was dumb of me to think because the person who it is never would have done that. Yeah, we did find out who called the cops, though. So it was funny whenever we found out. And I mean, to this day, we all talk about this party. Everybody does. I still hang out with a lot of the people who were at this party. And honestly, there's a lot of people I don't hang out with anymore, but we're always going to have that one vivid memory of us. Well, I didn't run from the cops. Of y'all running from the cops. So, it was interesting. It was a life lesson. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. It is not worth it. Wait and do it later on in your life. It'll be so much better. And yeah. And there was also almost a fight between, like, two people. It was ridiculous. I just, no. But, I think that's going to be it for this episode. It's going to be a short episode. I'm going to bring up some more stories. I have a whole list of stories that I could talk about here and there. But, that's going to be it for this one. This was an episode about... How I almost got arrested so <laughs> thank you for listening and thank you for all the listens on the previous podcast episodes I appreciate all of you so much and I have so much love for each and every listener in my heart I am so thankful for you all and I love doing what I do and I wouldn't be able to do it if people wouldn't listen to it so thank you I hope you all have an amazing, fantastic week. I have a three-day weekend, and I'm so excited about it. So, let's get this thing going. Peace out. I'll talk to you next week. Love ya.